the City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. We will be joined with the Joseph Aguirre and Ted Keys in just a brief second. Just got to start off. Ladies and gentlemen, I am amped up. A huge, huge game from the Buffalo Bills and the LA Rams. Boy, oh boy. Are there problems in LA? We'll talk about that in a few. Dark Horse coming out of the NFC. And is it Buffalo against the field in the AFC? But you can also check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as Clovercrest, clovercrestmedia.com. But yes, I know we all like to hear the term overreaction Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to say that's not an overreaction. That was a message sent, and that was a statement made by the best team in the NFL, also led by the best quarterback in the world. And I know everybody wants to say, yeah, oh, there's 17 more weeks left. Look, you got to think about this, ladies and gentlemen. You go into hostile environment. You're going against the defending champs. You're going against the best of the NFC. And you win by three-plus touchdowns. And let's not let's be frank. This game, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills could have won by 30-plus more. Josh Allen and Cooper Cup alongside probably the two best players on the field last night. But all in all, the best quarterback in the world was on display tonight. And I've been a huge, huge supporter of Josh Allen. Been saying it for... A while now, and I know D. Joseph McGuire has also been a huge fan of him. But last night, that was a statement made. That was a message sent to the NFL. And we are joined by the Ted Keys, the big brother, T3, and the Joseph McGuire to discuss. Am I, guys, I say it right here, good luck to the rest of the NFL, or am I re- overreacting to last night's game? I mean, like I said, guys. This this felt differently. I know it's week one, and we all like to go. Oh, we go crazy about this nowadays. We're in the we're in today's society. We like to jump to conclusions real fast, make decisions like this. I get it; it's understandable. But still, that was a message sent. That was a statement made. This is a team that we all should be honest. Last year, it should have been Cincinnati and Buffalo in the AFC Championship game. But if it wasn't for a terrible defensive lapse at the end of that game, we're talking about maybe Josh Allen, maybe in the Super Bowl. Maybe this is the rematch in the Super Bowl. Am I overreacting? Or are we really saying good luck to the NFL? Because also, this was the heavy favorites coming in. Josh Allen was one of the favorites to win MVP. I think everything delivered last night, and I think it's going to go well beyond more games like this. So, Joe, I'll start with you. Am I overreacting or is it good luck to the rest of the NFL? It's good luck to the rest of the NFL. We've, we, and I, I appreciate you said earlier, uh, I was on Josh Allen a little before you were, but you definitely didn't take much convincing this guy's we've just seen a great progression, a progression, not dissimilar to Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. uh, or, or even, even a, an Aaron Rodgers. Or a Tom Brady. Josh Allen is everything that you want in a mobile quarterback. He makes good decisions. Mm-hmm. He runs when he needs to run. He was outstanding. I mean, he just, you know, Teddy said before the show, and it's interesting, he said the Bills look like they were in midseason form and the Rams look like they hadn't played a preseason game. And that's kind of true because they, 
They didn't play. They didn't play anybody in any of their games. Matthew Stafford hadn't thrown a pass in a game situation since the Super Bowl. Yep. So definitely, I, I think when you're opening up with the Buffalo Bills, you might want to rethink that strategy in the future. But this offense is outstanding. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, for anybody who uh, picked up that little sleeper, uh, you know, he's going to have a great year. Everybody on that offense is going to have a great year. They're going to light it up. This is going to be this is a good defense they were facing. They're going to be facing some meatball defenses this year. They're, they're going to be lighting it up all year. Watch out for the Buffalo Bills. And that defense is tremendous. And that's what I'm saying. They you, dominated you, listen, all facets you could of the blame, game. You could blame the elbow. You could blame the fact he hadn't played. You could blame a lot of things. But the, that defense was outstanding. He was constantly under pressure. Seven sacks in the game. This is the this is the there was a lot of questions about the Buffalo Bills stepping up to the pressure. They they answered the call. Plain yeah, and simple, yeah, Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. When does the NFL ever goes by the script, bro? The NFL doesn't go by the script, bro. Rip the script up. It's gonna change four or five times throughout the season. Just like last year, Ravens are going to be the best team in the AFC. Arizona is going to be the best team in the NFL. In the NFL, seven. I, I mean, I, 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 oh, no, well, I let you talk with no interruptions. Now I'll do my speaking, and then we'll come right back to you. But when does the NFL ever go by script? Right? Last night they looked like the best NFL team last night, but there was only two teams that played. We still got a whole week in of football. We still got sixteen more weeks. What I would say to you right now is, it is an overreaction. Though Joe was right on what I said before. Two teams that played last night. One team looked like a midseason form. One guy looked like the MVP that we all seem to predict. I mean, it's like, hey, why are we even playing the rest of the 275 games or whatever that are played through the season? Might as well just give the Bills the Super Bowl ring now, right? Because they're the best team, right? They got the best player. They got the best. Doesn't go that way. Football never goes that way. NFL never seems to go that way, right? Tell me the last time that a team that was predicted to win the beginning of the season went on to win the Super Bowl. 85 Bears. Yeah, probably. I mean, but like... If I you can answer your question, like, Ted. Only six times in history has the favorite, the preseason favorite, won the Super Bowl. See, so you know what? I can always count on you to get something like that. And that's why you're this... Well, Trev, I'm thinking the Swami. The old Swami. I'm going to call him the Swami when he got stabbed. <laughs> but here's what I would say to you, Trev. Last night, they looked tremendous. They looked like they were ready to rock and roll. Last night, based on what our eyes told us, they look like the best team in football. But what I want to say to you is, let's see how this Sunday goes. Let's see how other teams perform. Let's okay. see if we have any other uh, other overreactions. Because I will say to you on this is, injuries happen. Trades happen. Things happen that are not – what's the smart word I'm trying to use? They are not well, they're, not, they're not predictable. So, like, is Von Miller going to be healthy throughout the whole season? Or did we get the best of Von Miller last night? And then because he's over 32 years old, he's going to wear out in midseason – Gonna, and then hopefully they get that bye week, which, you know, you think the Bills will be the number one seed. They'll get that bye week, and that'll be beneficial. What if that bye week hurts them? We've seen that in past years. The number one seed, it ends up hurting them in the bye week. So what I would say to you is good luck to the NFL. 
yeah, it's a good walk. Josh Allen still might be the MVP. The Bills still might be the number one seed in the AFC. But considering what competition is in that AFC, and Trev, you've talked about it multiple times. You love the Raiders. You said they had the best offense you thought in football, from quarterbacks to running backs to receivers. All right. They have a really good no, I said they had the, on. I had the, they got they a had really the best tandem in Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. And we know, like last night, with Von Miller's just his appearance on the field for the Bills, what it did for the rest of the guys. Joe, as you said last night, seven total sacks. They didn't have to blitz at all last night. I think four different guys um, actually had a sack in last night's game. So I, here's my thing, Trip. I know we're going to go through predictions. I know we're going to talk about the things, but no one had the the Bengals in the Super Bowl last year. All right? The Bengals got hot at the right time. I think when the Giants won the Super Bowls, the Giants were never predicted to win. So when the Giants ever went predicted to win the Super Bowl, maybe the one year after they won the Super Bowl, it's sorry, we had a guy who shot himself in his leg. So what I'm saying is, is Von Miller going to be healthy all year? Is Josh Allen's is Josh Allen going to be healthy all year? And the only thing I took took away from last night's game, other than their dominance and Josh Allen looked like, I mean, that man, Trevor, I'll give it to you. If you want to say he's the best quarterback in the league, at least last oh, night. Oh, no. If I'm going to, no. I'm going to say, and it's but, not even a debate to me. But what, but what I'll say. <laughs> it's, not a de- it's not a debate. I, I, I'm sorry. Gotta win, he's got to win something last night. But he, he's got every tool in the book that you could ever want in a quarterback. He, I mean, he had it all last night. Athleticism, size, smart, arm strength. And the biggest thing that we could knock on him coming out of Wyoming was his accuracy. And that is not a flaw no more. It is a plus. And it shows because this Bills team is phenomenal. But it's the first game of the season. Everyone is healthy. And the other thing is, I know you can come back with me, and I'll finish off on this, is they still are going to get one of the better corners back in four weeks, Davis White, who's their shutdown corner. So it should only help them. But here's the thing. Are you going to tell me that the Bills are going to be healthy all this season? They're going to be healthy for all 17 that's the, weeks. That's right? the only way the Buffalo Bills don't win the Super Bowl. Well, the Chargers have a say. Broncos have a say. The nope. Chiefs have a say. The nope. Bengals have a say. The nope. Bengals got better. They nope. filled their biggest void in the offensive nope. line, and they have nope. just as good an offense. Uh, yes. Here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Nope. nope. Listen. Nope. T- t- uh, Frank just wrote, uh, Buffalo look great. You can't say they're the best. It's only one game in week one. Well, they went I in am. as the preseason best. Yes. They kicked the defending champs ass. They did. Yeah. They're the yeah. best right now. Of course you could say yeah, that. Yeah, but here's the thing. That the was Rams their first test, and they and the passed Bills it with flying colors. Yeah, but here's the thing. The, the football. Jeff, but the Bills gained what the Rams lost, a, a number one pass rusher, and Von Miller. So the okay. Rams lost another pass rusher, which you okay. can tell the difference last night. Leonard Floyd – and Aaron Donald did not have the same impact on the field okay. late in the season when they had Von Miller. Okay. So that's a key loss. Andre Whitworth retired. That's okay. a key loss, all right? Okay. Not having Odell Beckham on the field was a key loss. It looked like it was just Cooper Cup on the field. Look, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here to talk about the Rams. I know you're not. There's but nothing. I'm telling you, but, that AFC uh, team, that, okay. that league, is there's way too many. If you're okay. telling me the Bills are in the NFC, I say – See nope. in the Super Bowl, they nope. play in too much of a tough. Listen, I know Baltimore. If they stay healthy, Lamar and that running game can control the clock, can control the clock, and keep the ball away from the the um. Excuse nope. me, away from the Bills' offense. I know Justin Herbert in that offense can score as many points with them, and so can the Bengals. And I wouldn't put it against the Broncos. And you know what? For us or anybody else to count out the Chiefs, considering what they've done the past four years, is a shame on us because that means you have no respect for Andy Reid and Mahomes. Uh, not to be all they need is thirteen seconds. Look, I'm not taking away from anybody in the AFC. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just not saying that. I know the AFC is great. It's going to be a, a legendary conference this year. It's going to be something that we've never seen before. 
I'm just that confident that the Buffalo Bills, this team dominated on all facets of the game. Ted, they didn't punt last night. They converted. 90% they, on the third down. They converted. Yes, they were converted 9 to 10. They were 90% from third down. Josh Allen, laser, accurate. Should have really only had one pick. This team could have beat them by 30-plus. 30 30-plus, 30 the defending champ. The only thing that the LA Rams were flexing last night is this guy. The Brahma Bowl, opening day. The Rock with his big flexing, his big arms and the cutoff. That's the only thing that the LA Rams were flexing last night. But I'm not worried about the LA Rams. The LA Rams, they're going to resign OBJ. He's going to get back and balance out Cooper Cup and then get Allen Robinson involved. I'm not worried about them. The Buffalo Bills just made a statement unlike any other opener I've seen in recent memory. And the last team, by the way, to beat the defending champs by 20-plus points, Yep. It was the Denver Broncos, the Broncos in 2013, in which they did lose the Super Bowl to that Seattle team. But let's get over to that AFC conference and continue the Buffalo Bills talk. Because, look, I look. I know everybody's been saying it's it's early, tough guy, and all this, and I don't really care. I don't really care. And if you don't like it, too bad. This is the team that's coming out of the AFC. This is the team that's going to win the Super Bowl. This is the reason why they were a preseason favorite. There's a reason why Josh Allen was the favorite, is the preseason favorite to win MVP. It's not happening. Ted, as you always like to say, it's Ted's it's favorite word. As Ted always likes give, to say. Give me the field. As Ted likes always to say. So Vegas knows something. Yeah, brains like a Ferrari. Yeah. We need to slow the Ferrari down. Maybe put a little needle in the why? tire for you're, a second. Pump it be- down. You Mike must have took over the driver's seat from the Ferrari and drive it right to the Super Bowl down in Arizona because that's what you seem to be doing with the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. Why are we playing the rest of the season? Because somebody else has to play them. Let me tell you why. Can I tell you why we're playing the rest of the season? Because somebody – just say it. Somebody has to play them. The schedule is terrible coming up. Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Green Bay. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be one loss out of those. Well, listen, you'll know everything you need to know when they get to the Meadowlands to face the Jets November 6th. You'll know how good oh, Buffalo just, is. I don't need that's, that's for sure. Thing. Joe, that's the thing. I don't need to because you also got to look. This isn't a team that the Bills, the Bills didn't just go in and beat the Jets or the, the Jags wires or, or a team that's, let's be honest, that's not going to be as great. Yeah, but Joe, you don't think they're a little motivated to have a little kick in their, in their step? That's also the thing. They beat the best of what the NFC has. Yeah, now I know the was, NFC. Hold on. Now the want, NFC, can I ask you a quick question? So I ahead. know you want to finish. Who was more motivated to win last night? Oh, Ted, yeah, this whole season is going to be the Buffalo Bills. No, it I gives know, them more of a reason to why it's more of a reason for me to say that they're going to win the Super Bowl. It doesn't help your case of picking no, against I'm just, the Buffalo I'm just speaking Bills. of last night's game. I'm, I don't I, give a I, I, I'm just saying it speaks more to what I'm going and supporting with is that they are motivated than ever. This yeah. team looks motivated more than ever. This guy, if you're if you're a Wall Street guy and you like to buy stocks, buy the Buffalo Bills stock right now because it's at, an, it's at an it's at a, They're not going. The only reason why they lost last year was because of their defense. It wasn't Josh Allen. It wasn't Josh Allen. That offense can score with anybody in the league. They may be the best offense in all of football. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, and Josh Allen. That's a trio we're going to be watching all season. 
I know that this AFC is incredible. I am not knocking it. I am not knocking that at all. That's not what I'm saying. I am just that confident. I saw a team, and I don't care if it's week one. I don't care if you're thinking I'm overreacting. This is a team that is on a mission. This team, the way they lost last year, the way they've lost the past two years, losing the AFC Championship the year before and then losing last year to Kansas City again. This team is on a mission. I mean, for goodness sake, two pictures that I just want to say. Two pictures that summed up last night's game. Okay, you got this one first. Just get off of me. That is a grown-ass man saying, get the hell off me. And then this is the other one. This guy's addition to this team. I mean, it helped the Rams last year. Am I wrong? Am I can wrong? I, it, it helped no, the Rams no, listen, last absolutely. year. Absolutely. It's over the top. But can I make an argument? Go ahead. You said they're motivated, right? More than that. The Bengals ain't motivated to get back with Joe Burrow. That's the, only, what, team, that's the only team, Ted, that okay. I see can Listen, see that. You think the Chargers, the way their season ended last year against the Raiders, aren't motivated two years in a row? Herbert falls short. short. Ted, are you kidding Ted, me? The Chargers, are, on. the Chargers are the Mac Dallas Cowboys of the AFC. Listen, the Chargers are motivated, bro. They brought, oh, okay. in, Mac, they brought in J.C. Jackson, Derwin James. That team is motivated. They fixed their offensive line. That is the only guy in the league other than Mahomes that has competition to say he could be the number one quarterback in the league. Against Josh Allen is, is Justin Herbert. Not, Justin Herbert can go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen any day of the week. He has everything that Josh Allen wants. And just and I, I think he has, and I think the only exception is he has a better offensive line, the Chargers. Eckler's probably a better that. running back. You might say there's more weapons offensively for the Bills when you add them all up. Dawson Knox, McKenzie, Jamison Crowder, Gabe Davis, Diggs. But the Chargers, I feel, are definitely going to be motivated, bro. Like, like I think, like when you talk about teams, as much as the Bills, you got to mention the Chargers because you're going to say, "Chad, we've been talking about this team similar to the Cowboys, but they got to get over the hump." I get it, but the way the season ended last year, I think the Chargers are motivated. I think the I way the it. Chiefs, I think the I way the Chiefs lost to the Bengals are motivated because I think Mahomes and Andy Reid understand what is in front of them. You have been talking about the Raiders nonstop the whole offseason. How are the Raiders? I, did I ever say that? Did and I, and I, here's, and here's the other thing. How about how about it's 304 today at 9-9-2022. Lamar Jackson doesn't have a contract. He's gonna get paid $23 million this year. Him and the Baltimore Ravens, considering the 32 injuries last year, they're not motivated. The guy last time a quarterback from Baltimore bet on himself, it was Joe Flacco when they won the Super Bowl. Don't be afraid to be very afraid of this Baltimore and Lamar Jackson that he doesn't put up an MVP season like he had two years I, ago. I feel like he I doesn't like run. Can I be wild? Honest? Can I be honest? What I, well, Joe, and then I'll get you in. I promise. Can I say what I feel? I, I feel like you're really discrediting this Buffalo Bills team, Ted. I don't know from what I've heard. Did we lose him? Oh no, he lost his connection. Joe, I got to get him off the screen. <laughs> so you got it's like he got a punch in the face there. You think that, hey, well, guess what? That's what happened to the Rams last night by those Buffalo Bills. Go on, Joe. Because the I Buffalo think- Bills have lost 15 regular season games since 2019 or as many as the Jacksonville Jaguars lost last year. Okay. Uh Buffalo wins football games. Uh The Josh Allen led bills win football games. And as you said, they've been knocking on the door and a big part of their problem despite the fact they'd only lost 15 regular season games over the last three years, that the defense is much better. That's what I'm saying. Like last You just said game. the difference Vaughn Miller made in, in shoring up what was a really good defense for the Rams last year, yeah. the difference maker. Yeah. 
I get how great this AFC is, and I wish Ted was here right now just because I know he's – I feel like he's more discrediting the Buffalo Bills victory last night and not taking it serious, and it could be whatever, and I could be saying I'm overreacting, but I saw a team last night that just looks the part from top Trev, to bottom. Their going offense, into the season, yeah. they set the bar here for the Rams, uh, for the for the Bills and for Josh Allen, and everybody else is here. And after last night, Josh Allen is like here. So everybody else is you you again, you can't but help but be behind Buffalo. They were the favorites coming in. And I they, don't want to answer every question that you had about them. Yes. They are far and away without anyone else having taken the field. I can tell you one thing for certain Buffalo's for real. Oh, 100%. And I don't want to discredit the AFC at all. Let's see if we get them back. <laughs> you, yeah. you look at, if you saw the picture of you that like you look like you look like the LA Rams last night as Joe said, you look like you got punched in the face. I got to I got to say one thing. Okay, maybe even the internet knew I was speaking nonsense. No. I oh, no, no, I, no, I got to hear this. I got to hear this. I was trying to have a good comeback. I'm looking. I'm like, what's going on? We're frozen. I'm like, Trev, we're frozen. I see all three screens. You go black. Then I go black. Then I got the spinning circle. Then I look at my phone. I go, Wi-Fi. Then I look down. I go, no internet. I go, what happened? I'm sitting here just having a chat with my boys about football. All of a sudden, I go, someone's listening up north. I go, don't bet against the Bills, Ted. What are you doing? Someone's messing with me. Someone's thinking I'm. Someone's thinking I got a little cuckoo. But I'm telling Ted, you, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. The, I think the whole AFC is motivated, but that's what's going to make this whole conference and whole all finish real quick is going to be an exciting week in and week out. I'm not trying to discredit the AFC. I know I get it. I'm that's not what at all. Opinions. I I'm just. just think I'll take. The here's field. some of the stats. Here's some of the stats of last night's game. Four thirteen to two forty three. That was the total yards. I mean, right there. What team? Two hundred and fifty yards, under two hundred and fifty yards in the NFL. Sure, they didn't run the ball, the Rams. But also, here's the other fascinating part: seven sacks without ever blitzing. They got to Stafford, and we talked about it the day, uh, the, the yesterday, Ted, about the preview. I said it. It was going to have to be who's going to win inside the trenches, and Von Miller and that ferocious. Pass rush and Greg Russo, yeah, without getting any, without bringing any blitzes, any pressure like that, any defensive with Leslie Frazier not doing anything creative, literally going four down linemen and going after Matthew Stafford and got after him throughout the entire night. But that's what made it even more fascinating. Didn't the Rams lose two key pieces on their offensive line? Left tackle, I believe they said. And here's the other thing I said, yeah, Austin Corbett and Whitworth. And, uh, and this is going back to Joe's always thing that we talk about. This is I told you the Rams would win the game and be successful if Matthew Stafford threw the ball under forty-five times. I don't know what I don't know what he threw us. I don't know twenty-nine for twenty-nine for forty-one, two forty-one touchdown, three. Okay, picks. they didn't really have the ball that much longer. Okay, he threw it under. But here's the thing: they didn't run the ball, Trev. The Rams yeah, were, when they were successful with Goff and McVay and even last year, it was running the football. Cam Akers had zero points last night in fantasy. Zero. He didn't run the ball. Did he even play last night? Darrell oh, Henderson did, but... had like seven carries for like 30 yards. They didn't run three the ball. Carries, three carries, zero yards. Zero and... yards, Cam Akers, whoever started him in fantasy. Yeah, but here's no the thing. Catches. He had three carries. So I would always say going back to Joe's argument and back in the day is when teams like the Rams and any team, I don't care who it is, you can say the Bills too. If you're not going to be able to run the ball successfully, you're not going to win in this league more more times than not. 
especially when the playoffs come, like when you did say, Trev, when it gets cold, when the weather becomes a factor in these games. I just want to know if they do get the one seed. I don't I don't see if anybody's going to be going. And Kansas City, I know we talk to Kansas City a lot, and we shouldn't take them lightly. They've always had home playoff games. I would love to see what it's like to see Justin Herbert or Mahomes or Russell or Derek Carr or any of these great quarterbacks, Lamar, go to Buffalo in the wintertime. Just ask Mac Jones and company how they how they fared. Go ask Joe Burrow, Jackson, handle. Joe go, Burrow, Joe Cool. That's handle. the only team, realistically to me, when I look at this entire AFC conference, I've been very high on the Raiders. I they're gonna win the division. They're not gonna win the Super Bowl. They're gonna win the division. Raiders not win the division. That's the only team to me, realistically, guys, in the AFC that competes with the Buffalo Bills is the Cincinnati Bengals. I just I because they are to me, other than the Bills, the most complete team. The biggest weakness for them coming into this offseason was the offensive line. They shared that up. With three all pro linemen, Collins, Kappa, and Karras, three all pro linemen. They shared that up right there. Is Joe Burrows what? What are you laughing at over there? I need to I need to correct you you about something for the second show in a row about the same exact thing. Mac Jones went to Buffalo with the worst wind conditions ever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he he the the recipe to beat the Bills. And guess what? To throw three passes okay. and pound the football and okay. play defense. That's and, do you what remember, it is. and Joe, I'm going to rebuttal and counter. Trev, Trev wait. Hold I'm on. not done. Hold I'm not it. done. <laughs> it's hard to do. I should mention that. It's hard yeah, to do. Think, I'm about to say, because if you remember, if you remember the last time those two teams played in the wild card weekend, Matt Jones had to throw them. <laughs> they, they won by like 40 points. They destroyed them. That's what I'm saying is that playoffs is a whole different animal. Yeah, they won in the regular season. I get that. But if there's Matt one Jones team. was cursing global warming, believe me. <laughs> if there's only one team to me, realistically, honestly, and I'm not discrediting all the great teams in this AFC, even the Chargers too, it's Joe Burrow because I love some Joe Burrow. It's Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals because they've done it. I can see them. They've had to go on the road and deliver. Teddy. Teddy. You missed this. The season started. Josh Allen and the Bills were here, according to everybody, and everybody else was here. And after last night, you have to admit they're here. It went a, it went a little higher. So Burrow, Mahomes, I like what you said about Lamar Jackson. I'm expecting big things from Lamar. This as am year. I. As am I. It's right. It's. I mean, it, listen, the Raiders, the the Titans, the Colts. There's a lot of teams. You can't write anybody off yet. The fact of the matter is, though, if the Bills were the team to beat, holy crap, that's going to be a problem. And if you, what we're saying, yes. this this is an overreaction, but I, I no, it's do not. Think no, it's not, Joe. Don't say that word. It's an it's overreaction. Not. Oh, it's not, Joe. It's but not it's Joe. a deserved no, why do you do this reaction. Me? Hold on, Trevor. Trevor. If the score last night would have been Rams 31, yes, Bills 10, more of an overreaction. What would we be saying right now? More of an overreaction. They suck, too much pressure. Only six teams have ever done it. And it's usually either been the Patriots or it's been the Niners. You're talking only the great quarterbacks. I think the other one was uh, was a Peyton Manning-led team. I don't think any bad quarterback has ever came into the season as the favorite and won a Super Bowl. 
that would be even more mind blowing. Joe, you had me in the first half. You had me in the first twenty seven minutes, and then you dropped this BS on me, saying I think it's a bit of an overreaction. You really had me, but what? No, but what you but, say? You but, but, <laughs> like a politician. I'm, I'm. Listen, Ted, you're right. Trevor, so are you. Oh, I love it. It's an overreaction, but it's the right overreaction. And again, the overreaction had the score gone the other way would have been the Bills choke. The Bills aren't good enough. You know, the Rams are going to repeat. No questions about Stafford's arm. The result is what it is. You have to acknowledge it. And since there's no more, there's no games for like two days now, um, you have to overreact to this. But again, in a really positive way, this team has literally passed the first major hurdle on its way to Trevor. I would guess a six and one start when they when they face the Jets. That'll be a seventh win, no doubt. But if there's any question about the Bills, you're going to find it early because the schedule is super tough right off the top. It'll be interesting to see what the Bills do next week against oh, yeah. Derrick Henry. Well, they got yeah, they got Monday Night Football is in Buffalo next week for Tennessee Buffalo. So we'll t- we're looking forward to that yeah. game. Yeah, Ryan how they, Tannehill's how not going to throw the ball forty-one times in that game. I promise Here, you that. Here's my thing: you just had to side with Ted because you never want to side with me. It's just just be honest with me. It's okay. You just want to side with Ted. That's why you said it's a bit of an overreaction, Teddy. You had to yeah, side I know, with- Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> you had to side. Ted, he's looking you at know. you. He's talking. You're not even acknowledging. I know. Him. I hear what he's saying. He knows. <laughs> you guys really kill me. You know that you can never just Joe. You can never just want to join, join the dark side. I said you're mostly right here. I think you're definitely right. But again, listen, I love Buffalo. After what I saw last night, I'm like, to me, if makes you're the case any, even stronger. If yeah, if you're anybody else, you got to be like, oh damn, like. If they, if they're gonna live up to the preseason hype, everybody's got their cut their work cut out for them in in a major way. It, it looks like you're gonna really have to be good. Uh, my other thought is, again, the idea of three teams in the AFC West that that suddenly doesn't feel like a realistic possibility anymore. I guess we'll see. I guess it'll we'll be tough. To all I'm saying is I'm not discrediting the AFC at all. It's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal conference, and I cannot Can wait to see the NFC at this point. Since well, right the now the NFC just got destroyed, and I'm so glad you night. brought that up because yes, the Rams were one of the odds-on favorites coming out of the NFC coming into this season, alongside the Bucks, the Packers. But after last night's results, guys, and Ted, I'll start with you. There's been a lot of I mean, we've been seeing a lot of the um, guys from ESPN, Fox Sports, a lot of dark horse teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, the New Orleans Saints, the 49ers. I don't consider them a dark horse, but two of those teams like the Saints and the and the Eagles. Do we see a dark horse? Realistically, hell, maybe even the Minnesota Vikings. Do we see an NFC where let's be honest, guys, this NFC has a lot of question marks. The Rams. Well, they got to get some explosiveness because right now they lack that after last night's. The Bucks have their offensive line issues and Tom Brady's divorce problems, incoming divorce issues, I guess. The Packers need to figure out who's going to be the number one for Aaron Rodgers, losing Devontae Adams. Jalen Hurts, that team looks maybe one of the more complete teams in the NFC, but like I just said, Jalen Hurts, is he going to take that next step? All the weapons are there. Now it's for him, like Tua, to take that next step. The Saints, same with Jameis Winston, a team that is... To me, one of the more complete teams in the NFC as well. 
does Jameis get over the hump? And then the 49ers, who could be the most intriguing team in this entire league because of the Jimmy G, Trey Lance debate. And then the Vikings, do we trust Kirk Cousins? So, Ted, I'll start with you. This NFC is wide open. The AFC, it's a crapshoot. This this is going to be a toss-up. It's just which of those question marks coming into the season actually fulfill those promises and ultimately get one of these teams to the promised land. So who would you say, is there a dark horse or do you still want to ride with the teams like the Bucks and Packers? I don't think there's really a dark horse in this NFC, but if I had to choose two teams that have potential based on, I want to hear one. Well, well, here's the thing. These, I want to hear one. He always got to give two. Here's, this is the reason why it makes it too easy. (laughs) Well, here's the reason why I would say two, because they're almost similar teams. They're exact same similar teams. I love their offensive talent. I like yeah. their offensive lines. I like their defense. I like their co- new coaches. The question mark is their quarterbacks. It's the Saints and the Vikings. I know it's a repeat answer, but it's the Kirk Cousins and Jameis Winston question. Are they good enough to beat the better? The be- Here's the thing. With today's game is we've talked about the quarterback. We just talked about Josh Allen for almost 30-something minutes about how spectacular he is, right? No, one no, no, no. We talked about the Bills. Stop. We talked about Josh Allen because you couldn't get enough of him. All right. So he's the man, bro. He's his like, new favorite why? player. Bye. Settle down. Bye, yeah, well, Joe, bye, Joe, bye, Kobe Bryant. Become out comes Josh Allen out of the closet. Yeah. He's, he's guy. I got so, Kobe. I got Kobe over here. I got Eli on the other side. And then Josh Allen's my next. So, guy. What I'm saying is those teams both have everything you would want in making a Super Bowl. The biggest question marks is the quarterback. And what we've seen in the last 10 years is more likely not, if your quarterback is not one of the better or upper echelon quarterbacks in the league. You don't make the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, but this ain't 1990 no more. You don't get Trent Dilfer's making the Super Bowl. Kerry Collins don't make the Super Bowl nowadays. Unless it's Jimmy J. Unless it's Jimmy J. Listen, but with that being said, Jimmy G is the only exception to the rule that seems to be in the last 10 years. I mean, you could say Peyton Manning made in 2014 or whatever. But I would even argue Jimmy G's in a category uh, ahead of the Trent. Joe, but he's weird because he wins. But yeah, I guess, that's what I mean. He's he's, he's in a weird. Yeah, dude. If if listen, best case scenario for for Trent Dilfer and and those uh, Brad Johnson, one, Brad, Brad Johnson, Johnson. If those guys had put together ten good seasons and not mixed four in over ten years, then you'd be talking about Jimmy G. That's the difference. Jimmy G just wins and and he plays well when he's healthy and he plays. The only two quarterbacks I'd say the past ten years that were like. Under, I guess average was Peyton Manning, and I and I gotta say it, Russell Wilson, only because he was a rookie that year when he won the Super Bowl. Because he didn't of the win Super Bowl as a rookie, it was the first year. Yeah, he did. They did. No, it was definitely not his rookie. It was twenty thirteen. They won in twenty thirteen. They won the second or third year. I want you to go look because you're gonna probably lose this bet again. Now, Joe, real quick, give me one of your give me one of your dark horses. Do you have a dark horse? Listen, you said the 49ers can't be a dark horse, and I, I get that. But in the scenario that plays out in my head, Jimmy G takes over a six and six team and leads them to the playoffs. That would make them a dark horse. You know what I'm saying? I only say from a standpoint, Joe. Of no, Sanford, yeah, no. I, I just it, think they're like one of the but for me, you know, I think they're a favorite, but you know, oh, you're right. Okay. Listen. Assuming Trey Lance just just takes off and he's great and maybe he puts MVP caliber numbers and and maybe maybe that could happen and then they wouldn't be a dark horse but I don't see that happening. I do. I I see Jimmy G ended up starting about half the season for the Niners 
and it's actually turning out well. But my dark horse, and I hate to say it, it's gonna be the Eagles. Yeah, that uh, that Eagles team is they have all the really tools, good. Jalen Hurts, man, twenty six touchdowns last year. That's what I was saying. I wanted to see it at Daniel Jones this year, roughly that number between passing and, and throwing. I think Jalen Hurts is only going to get better. He's going to be over 30 touchdowns this year would be my my bet. He seemed like a guy who didn't really get touched much in, in fantasy leagues. He was like a super late pick, right? You saw it be a super late pick. Last year he was. This year he's one of the – you're higher rated corner. Highly, rated, highly rated. I saw a lot of people passing on Jalen Hurts. People so, are just people aren't sure. The same people who like didn't want to take Christian McCaffrey overall. You get it. You know, you don't you 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 feel like that's why they don't win championships. There's people you're willing to bank on, and there's people you're willing not to. Are you out of the three quarterbacks? I'm gonna ask you this question. You both of these questions. Out of the three quarterbacks, four quarterbacks will go. Trey Lance, Jimmy J, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, and Jameis Winston. Who do you trust the most out of those four? Can I do I do quarterback and I do team? Because if no, it's the team quarterback, I- because those all those teams, to me, honestly, don't have a lot of weaknesses on the roster. Their quarterback is the main question mark. So let me ask you, Ted, again. You had to pick well, one it's of them. kind of a question because I'm going to take the 49ers because they got the best of both weapons. You got the ultimate talent. You could take any. You could take You got the ultimate talent, Trey Wance. And if and if, like Joe said, Trey Wance gets in a little trouble. It's not too bad to bring in the old righty, old yellow. Bring him in from the bullpen, baby. Call him in because he's methodical. He'll get you to win. He'll keep the he'll keep the you know the train rolling down the tracks. And right when Trey Wance is healthy enough, he'll pick up and we'll go right back into the Ferrari and speed away. That's how we'll go. That's what we we'll do. We got a win-win situation for the 49ers. You got the best of both worlds. You got someone who's even keel, keeps your 403B nice, easy, get 3% at all times. And once in a while, we got the Trey Lance, the stocks. We go up and we go a little bit down, but we got big winners here. Okay. Trevor, if I was picking out of those guys for fantasy, it would be Kirk no, no, Cousins. No, 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 not fan. I don't want fantasy. It would be I'm Kirk Cousins because I, the complete, I know yeah. in the regular season he'll put up dynamite numbers. I don't know if that'll ever translate. Again, I think that's my concern with Jalen Hurts only. I don't have the track record of Cousins where I can be like, yeah, I know what I'm going to get, and it's going to end up being a huge disappointment. But if you had to take the out of those four, it would be Jalen Hurts? I... But you know what it is, from what I've seen of this kid, between Oklahoma and, and and now, don't forget about Bama. Well, everything I've seen of this guy, I think he's really good. He's definitely uh, a more talented passer than Tua is. As you look at young quarterbacks, if the Dolphins had Jalen Hurts. I think I think they would be in a much better position. If I had to pick the four, go figures, right, Joe? Yeah, right. Yeah. If I had to pick, sorry, I was going to say, I don't think that's an overreaction statement by Joe at all. Some people might jump down. uh, I think if you heard that on a bigger headline, people might jump down our throat. But I, I think if this was a realistic conversation with some people that are real football analysts. I think the Dolphins would have a much better chance of succeeding with the talent surrounding them. Similar how we look at Philly mm-hmm. if Jalen Hurts is on Miami because of his ability to run two as well. And I, and I don't know, but his arm might be stronger than Tua. 
I think Jalen Hurts has shown a higher level of competency being an NFL He's progressed each year. He's progressed Yeah, where year. I think people feel like the growth is there. And again, we're not talking Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes growth quickly, but you're definitely seeing a better quarterback each time out, each season, you know, to the point where, and clearly, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people are picking the Eagles. I think, again, what you've seen of this guy in, in the last seven years that you've known of his existence He's a winner. He's a winner. He he's athletic. He he makes things happen. He's a really good football player. And I think he doesn't get enough credit. Well, he's gonna have to get there. Well, and that we'll team's pretty we'll... dynamite otherwise. Again, in a division where Dallas could be terrible, where yeah, the Giants it. probably are gonna be terrible, and Washington. where the commanders yeah. Are probably going to be they're a Washington. disaster. They're Washington, right. so it's a it's a it's a dumpster fire. It's, fi- it's fil- exactly. I mean, DC as a whole, as it's been for a while, is what it, I meant. It's a dumpster. <laughs> it, they're all in the swamp together. They're all in the swamp together. <laughs> no, but realistically, that's the divi- that division is for the Eagles to win. It, that's their division to win. If they don't, then shame on them because they put all the pieces together to compete for not just the division title. Before a conference title and even a Super Bowl title. I mean, I know we haven't really talked about the Bucs or the Packers or the Rams, but I'm not worried about the Rams. They're going to resign OBJ. They're going to get him back. It's, it almost looks like a foregone conclusion after last night's game because of the lack of explosiveness. They got to figure out that offensive line issue. That's the biggest question mark going moving forward for the Rams. The Buccaneers, very similar. The offensive line issue. They're going to have to figure that out. Brady's going to have to get a ball out a lot quicker now, like he did in New England. Dink and dunk. It's not going to be home runs to Mike Evans. And when Godwin comes back, they're going to be fine. Their offense is going to click like like it's been since Brady's been there. But the offensive line. And the Packers, the Packers are going to be fine too. They have Aaron Rodgers. When you have three great quarterbacks, you're going to be fine. It's just who's going to emerge as that top guy. Is it going to be Dobbs? Is it going to be Watson? Is it going to be Lassard? You got Aaron Jones still losing Devontae is a huge deal, but those three teams are fine. It comes down to, to me, Ted, like you said, like you just said in the AFC, who's going to be that Cincinnati Bengals team? Because I feel like this is the conference that you're going to see a Cincinnati Bengals team come out of this conference, whether it's the Niners, whether it's the Saints, whether it's the Vikings or even the Eagles or hell, never mind. I'm not even going to say, not even going to say it, not saying the Cowboys, just not doing it. Cowboys Real quick, you Cowboys you mentioned you mentioned OBJ who was at the game last night and had to be thinking to himself, "I'm going to do a lot better than the 87 Bitcoin they paid me for last season." <laughs> He's definitely got to be thinking like, "There's that's some that's my thing." That's like this NFC is wide open, like where the AFC. I expect one of those one of the premium teams, the premier favorites, like a Chiefs. I expect the Bills, the Chargers, one of those teams. This conference just feels like the top dogs those question marks are just going to linger throughout and i feel like one of those teams like if Jameis can just like he did last year pre-injury cut the turnovers down play it smart they got the weapons offensively you know their defense is legit they got a great offensive line they have all the right pieces is can Jameis just be smart with the ball take the shots but like i said in the preview be drew Brees, but don't be drew Brees. take your shots but be smart like Drew Brees and try to cut down those turnovers like you did last year. They were five and two. And then, like I said, this, the Rams or the Eagles, same thing. They have all the pieces. 
This is the conference where I can see a Cincinnati Bengal dark horse coming out of nowhere. That's This is the conference to me. You got to stay tuned for later on. We're about to give out some awards, each of our awards, but you got to stay tuned because we're going to be producing or posting our Super Bowl winners, our conference championship, and our division winners as well. So stay tuned for that later on, later on in the day. So, Ted, we're going to start off with you as you get – you get the choice of the Offensive Player of the Year and the Defense Rookie of the Year. And I'll let you go, and I'll let you give your explanation. And I'm intrigued why you picked your Defensive Rookie of the Year. I understand your offense, but at quarterback, too, is interesting. Usually yeah, why not? A, usually, a, usually a skill position player wins that. Yeah, usually, but not all the time. <laughs> so give me, your give me your explanation. Here's your explanation. Mike, explanation other than Josh Allen, I think these two guys are going to be running for the MVP. So I gave Josh Allen the MVP. I'm not taking it away from anyone that's talking about it, but I had Josh Allen win the MVP. So I'm going to give Justin Herbert the Offensive Player of the Year. I just you give him, the, you give him the slop, you give him the sloppy seconds. You give him the Offensive Player of the Year. No, I'm just because I haven't tuned into when he wins the Super Bowl and then and then MVP. Yo, you think that it, stop it! Just stop. Then you, then you can take that MVP award and Josh Allen can shine it real and nice. Put and up stick it straight up. You can't. Do- Ted, I, was, I mean, I was, Joe, do you hear this nonsense? And, nonsense? Then, and then the defensive the rookie of the year, I thought outside the box. You know, I thought some guys – I thought a guy like George Karloffis out of Purdue who was supposed to be a first-round talent guy. We, mm-hmm. we were talking about him in the Giants in the top ten. He kind of fell a little bit, I guess, because he didn't have a stellar 40 time in the combine. Yeah. I know guys with shorts and tank tops makes a big difference. But he was a he was a, a wrecking ball for the University of Purdue, all right? Yes, he was. He a was. Havoc. They have lost some pass rushers, and – I look at him as like, all right, I can see him getting 10 and a half sacks this year, being an outside force on the Kansas City needs pass rushing. Um, you know, they need pass rushing ability. Yep. They want D Ford, I believe, is not there no more. Nope. Not, it's not D Ford got traded a long time ago. Excuse me. I'm drawing a blank. Um, Frank, Clark. I think Frank Clark, thank you. D Ford was got traded to the 49ers. I know what I'm talking about. I just sometimes speak too fast for my brain. That's okay. We all make mistakes, just like Trev. So, you know, Clark's Frank Clark's over there. Really, all they have is um, Chris Jones. So where do they get their extra pass rushing ability? I like George Carl Office on the outside. He's, got, he's going to have some one-on-one opportunities. And there wasn't there was no one that really stood out to me. It was like, ah, that's like, you know, what past year is like, um, oh, my God, why am I drawing blanks? But the guy from Washington who got hurt, the pass rusher. But there was not like a top five pass rusher guy that like came out and was like, all right. Because it's really hard for corners or safeties, I feel like, to get – that defensive rookie there. So I look at a guy who can get pass, sacks, tackles, George Carl office, a little something outside the box, but I like it. I respect it. I like it too. I think that's a guy that some people are, are high on. I expect that to be – that can be one of the late-round picks, a second-round gem right there for the Chiefs. They develop well with their young talent. I like it. Offensive player of the year, I like it. I'm surprised you didn't go with like a Justin Jefferson or a JT or Cooper Cup or something like that. Ted wanted to go after his boy Justin Harper. So well, I, this is just keep going back to Joe when he told me he wasn't that good of a quarterback. Yeah, we're gonna we're knocking Joe that forever. Listen, he's done a really good job of making the adjustments that I thought were flaws in his Joe, game. He was working into the show. He listened to you. He said, "Joe, I'm coming for you, but I want the crown." Now, but here's the other thing. Now, now somebody talk to him. Somebody but he's got. Us. But now, at Joe's as Joe would say, now now you got to win in the playoffs. Now you got to win the games. Yeah, the yeah. That's listen, up. I think once you get like Lamar Jackson, once you get good. Now, I guess they win playoff games, or you're not going to be you're so not going to be around. Like long. factor, you know, he's just stellar during the regular season. Just you know, well, the Mets season. haven't been to the playoffs. Give him a chance. Yeah. Don't hate on the ground. Relax. He pitched in the playoffs. 
Yeah, he was lights out. Anyways, let's get into Joe's defensive player of the year and Nick Bosa. I love it. Ohio State guy. I really listen. I think that the San Francisco 49ers are Say it with going... me. Come on, Joe. Say it with me. 49ers. I'm not doing it. Come on, bro. You feel it. The 40... that You're all on the 49ers train. Like I said, I think their season's not going to go the way they think it's going to go. I don't think Trey Lance is going to light it up. I That's think Jimmy, Jimmy... there. I think it's going to be like Fitz Magic in the Dolphins a few years ago where he kept coming in and saving those games for Tua, yeah. like Mariana Rivera out of the pen. I think eventually uh, uh, Garoppolo takes over this team, and and I think Nick Bosa in that defense is what holds it together. Uh, it keeps them from – from. I think they're going to win some close games early. Lance is going to underperform. Garoppolo takes over, and they go on a run. Well – like I just said a second ago, Joe's all on the 49ers because it's coach why of the Kyle year. Shanahan <laughs> wins the coach of the year award. <laughs> when he he's goes to the when he wins the, the NFC, uh, you know, with uh Are you saying they're a, gonna win the NFC? Uh uh. I think they're yeah, I'll tell you, I, I think for the money, dude, and again, like like Teddy said too before, I don't think you could lose with this team. No matter look, if Trey Lance is as good as everyone thinks he's gonna be. That defense is great. Their running game is outstanding. Mm-hmm. How are you going to beat them? If that team could score points and can get consistent play out of the quarterback position this year, whether it's Garoppolo or Trey Lance, it's going to be tough. I don't like what I'm seeing out of the Rams. Not crazy about Arizona. Not crazy I don't about even mention Seattle. I think the road there is easy. You mentioned Brady and the issues. I think Aaron Rodgers is such a head case. I think not having a real number one wide receiver is going to be a bigger problem. Kirk Cousins in those Vikings, sure. (laughs) Sure. No, right? (laughs) Just like, and listen, I love everybody who loves the Saints. Lots of love about that team. You're probably going to. Jameis Winston sucks. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. Jameis Winston is not a good quarterback. Whoa. I swear to goodness gracious, he, on my list of if I had to pick a starting NFL quarterback to make a throw for me for a million dollars, he would be the last guy on the list. <laughs> Are you serious? Bottom of the list would be Jameis Winston. Okay. That's a that's an overreaction, I would say. But okay, I got you. Should I even put up my MVP pick? Please. No, please. <laughs> Because obviously the MVP is running through the Bills Mafia and Buffalo and Buff Nation because it's the best player, best quarterback in the NFL. We saw that on display last night. Do I have to show the picture again of him stiff arming a grown ass man? You don't have to, but you throw- should. Should I? I you know yeah. what? I just feel like it's just. You know what? It's just, gets so, tackled, on, it's just so worthy of just of showing. Just think, look at that. That is. Like Buffs Nation, Bills Nation, Bills Mafia, that's yeah. your guy. Yeah, that's but you know what? He almost got hurt. He could get hurt I on get... that play because a guy pulls him down and he go, crawls up under his ankle and then he's out for three to six weeks. And we'll be seeing who's my guy when he's sitting right in the pine. I just, I, I mean, just look at this. I'm telling like, you, bro, you do not want your quarterback doing that that many I times. I do. 100% agree you, with listen, you. I get I 100% it. agree get with it. He's you. big and strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the words from Joe. Learn how to slide, bro. 
learn how to slide. I need you throughout. You do not need to be jumping over linebackers and you're worth $200 million, bro. You are not, you know, you're not for a $5 million. You're, you're the moneymaker, bro. Like you are a franchise. The only reason we're going to get a, have a, a chance to make the Super Bowl is because of you. So like, he doesn't need to be getting pounded on, on like he's Brandon Jacobs on third and one and we're running quarterback. It power. is. Very easy to break a collarbone. Collarbone, ankle. I mean, Trey Lance was out two to four weeks with a, a right finger, throwing finger out. I mean, if you can't grip the ball, I get it. You can play through things. Guys do all I the mean, time. But an ankle, you roll up on an ankle, he's out two to four weeks, minimum. He, has, he start, I mean, look, he started his infrastructure. His athleticism is what makes him even that, – that's what stands him out, excuse me, compared to everyone in the league. His athleticism. He but then wouldn't you but let me ask you this wouldn't you rather your quarterback run the ball 12 yards sprain his ankle and miss a couple of weeks than have what happened to the Giants last year <laughs> where Saquon sprained his ankle on an incomplete pass that was underthrown where he stepped on a defender's foot here's my thing rolled his ankle Here's my thing. Why are we even talking about the Giants? The Giants have been relevant for We're 10 talking years about now. the Giants because I always feel like you got to mention the Giants at least one time. And also, about, you know what? There, but let me ask you this. I said the number 32 on the quarterback list was Jameis Winston. And you know what? Neither one of you said no. Yeah, no, I it's know. not. It's Daniel yeah, you know Jones. Neither thinking... one of you said that. Yeah, because we don't want to be yeah, hit. I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I don't want to get either that with because the first thing I was going to go, so, Joe, we got Zach Wilson. We got Daniel Jones. Drew Locke, Geno Smith? Yeah. Drew Locke and Geno Smith? Yeah, you're putting together a pretty good list so far of like, guys exactly. ahead of them. No, that's Tua, fair. Tua, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Let me finish up with my offensive rookie of the year. I think Dre Lundin. Derek Carr. I might have. No, no, no. Derek Carr, now you're pushing it. But up until then. Now you're pushing it, Foster. Now you deserve a meatball yeah. for that one. You deserve a meatball <laughs> for that one. Drake London, that Atlanta offense is going to be I mean, besides Cordell Patterson and well, Kyle Pitts, it's going to be pretty crummy if you're Atlanta fan this year. Be, it's like, hey, you got the well, Atlanta Braves. Your boy, Marcus Mariota, bro, is going to be running I love the Mar I love, I love Marcus Mariota. But, but if I'm going to say, if you're a Georgia fan, Georgia Bulldog, and Atlanta Brave fan, stick to watching them because it's going to be a long season for those Atlanta Falcons. Plus, the Atlanta Falcons, you know who they play next week? The team that played last night. The team that got, the team that got beat up. I should say. So, incoming LA Rams big over next week. Betting odds. Take the Rams next week with the points. Take the Rams at the over under. But Drake London was the number one receiver drafted in the draft this year. I was thinking Chris Olave, but with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, if he could stay healthy, I know he dealt with an injury in the preseason. If he could stay healthy, this guy was a stud at USC. It was he won the Pac-12 Player of the Year last year, and he, he played the. Missed the last five games of the year. You this you passed on an OSU guy. Why? Um, because who's throwing to him? Thank you, <laughs> Zach Wilson. It's not Jameis Winston. It's not because of Jameis Winston, Joe. Saddle, 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 saddle. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, the first game of a long, long and entertaining NFL season is upon us as the Buffalo Bills and Trev Super Bowl favorites, and just book it now. The Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Who's playing them? You'll have to find out with our predictions as we will be posting them later on in the day. Super Bowl predictions, conference championship winners, 
and our division winners as well. You gave We gave you some of our awards, our awards. We'll get all of those fully out there too. And I'm incoming some baseball. You know what? We're going to hold off until playoffs, I think, unless something drastically happens with the New York Yankees, a.k.a. Aaron Judge, only noteworthy thing in the New York Yankees, breaks Roger Maris's record. Then we will be continuing our talk of football Fridays and football in general because the boys of fall are full steam ahead. We got some great college football games. Alabama's going to win by 40 tomorrow against Texas. Yeah, Texas, go home. You're irrelevant, too. And then we got week one, Baker against his former team, Seattle. We get Russell Monday night returning back to Seattle. You get the Chiefs, Cardinals, and Joe, I'll get to mention it. You get the New York Giants against the Tennessee Titans, too. You get the Eagles and Lions. We got some great, great games this week. Minnesota, Green Bay should be one of the games. And Sunday night football, the Buccaneers against the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry World. It should be one hell of a weekend. We are Keys of the City. We'll see you next episode. We're out. to the city podcast.